Blog Talk Radio. Offense now sets the tone. Also, if you get the opportunity, join me tomorrow, uh, 6 p.m. I changed the time. Work schedule changed. All right. Join me tomorrow, 6 p.m. And also on Thursday at 6 p.m. live on Spreaker.com. Today's podcast offense now sets the tone. I didn't believe it when I heard it. uh, And it actually came from Nick Saban that said it. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, not a defensive coach saying that, but. That is the way yeah. it seems to me, that if you can't score, you will not win. I don't care if that's pro football or college football. Well, obviously. Football. I, don't, I know, right? That's the way it goes. Well, welcome, <laughs> Mr. Lewis Tenor and Mr. Derek Wilson. How you guys doing today? We're good. We're doing great, Well, I'm doing well, man. How about you? Man, no complaints. Life has been good. Um, the, the election went my way. <laughs> for the way I voted, yeah, I had no <laughs> yeah, that's the way I voted. So, no doubt, um, it's been in, it's been an interesting week. Besides the election, man, it's been crazy. Um, as far as job, my job and everything, um, we had a COVID outbreak, and the plant had oh, to be oh, shut man. down so they could, uh, yeah, so they can do. Uh, I guess come in. They got to come in and do the uh, safety protocols. Put the plexiglass up and put them around the forklifts. And they now they're going to do temperature checks when we. Yeah, they're going to do temperature checks when we go back in. Why they didn't? Why was this not in place beforehand? I don't know. But see, I was on a skeleton crew for a while, so I didn't. We didn't really. We were already social distanced. It wasn't even enough of us. But now that they've eliminated that that shift and put everybody on one shift together. That's going to be interesting right. to see how that works out yeah. because there's more people. So, Very interesting. but my thing, but I treat everybody like they got COVID bro. Even, even, uh, I know you inside right. the home. Even me. <laughs> <laughs> when you go, when you, you go outside, uh-uh, <laughs> I, everybody gets treated like they got COVID. All right, at the time right. of this recording, we got the we got the Raiders up twenty eight seventeen. We got uh Dallas up thirteen nine. Then Miami's got a twenty four seventeen lead at half. Actually that boy uh tool is looking pretty decent, but it helps to throw against one on one coverage. And I get why defenses do that. Um I think you have to you, you just can't sit back. You have to attack the offense. That's just my opinion. So I want to get you guys' thoughts. Um, Lou, what is your thoughts? What is what is it that a defense can't do? Because the defenses are at a disadvantage. Everything they do is a dang on flag nowadays. 
So exactly. what can I mean, they do? Well, I mean, you know, the flag's a bit out of control. I mean, every every other play is like, you know, throwing a flag on the defense and whatnot. I mean, you know, I use the term flag happy because that's what the reps have been on the past a few years. They need they need to cut down on that. You know, need to need to need to watch need to watch the plays, need to watch the the penalties of what they are doing because you know it, it really it really just screws up the whole game. Fans fans like touchdowns, man. Yeah. They they like I mean, t- they know, like touchdowns, yeah. man. So Off, yeah. that's Off that's the way it is. Yeah. You know, roughing the passer, <laughs> you know, it, it, it builds up, you know. I think I've seen games that they've had 30 penalties in, like, one game. Like, come on. Either they don't know what Most the players are just screwing around or, you know, that the refs are just, you know, going going nuts. Well, then I guess it's, no, oh, they don't get – the offense the, the offense has the major advantage between the up-tempo style and the spread offense concept. It just makes it really hard for these guys to play defense nowadays. D, what's your opinion oh, about – uh, the offensive explosion that we see in both levels of football. Uh, I honestly hate it. I'm not, <laughs> I really do. I hate okay. it. It's not football to me. It's like playing flag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Got, and the reason why I say that is because like I watch the games, you know what I mean? And they were like, okay, the DB can't touch the wide receivers and all of that stuff. But you see wide receivers initiate contact throughout the game. You know what I mean? They're getting up into mm-hmm. the guys, pushing off, you know what I mean, creating leverage, using the off hands. You know what I mean? It's, it's bad enough y'all gave the offense all the good rules. It's like, you know what I mean, it's almost like Tyrese on Transformers. He's like, you know what I mean, Decepticons get all the good stuff. You already gave the yeah, offense exactly. all the good rules. And then to top it off, you allow them to do stuff that the rules that you put in say that they're not supposed to be able to do so. I do, man. I hate it. Like, no football game should be, like, 65 to 64. That's a basketball score. That's not a football right. score. Like, even the Notre Dame game exactly. last night, was it, like, what was it, like, 40, what was it, like, 49 or 47 like that? Whatever it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, whatever it was. It was ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, it was people from Notre Dame still complaining because of one play where the DB got a little physical with the wide receiver. But this is the thing. That same wide receiver had been pushing off all game. No flag. You can't expect that ref to then turn around and bail you out on a little gimme because you mad. You know what I mean? Like, I hate it. I do. It takes the fun out of What do you think about game. that game last night? What do you think about that game last night between Notre Dame and uh, Clemson? Oh, man. If my honest opinion, I think Dabo – Choked at the end, or whoever too. Tony Elliott is the, is the OC, right? Mm-hmm. The offensive coordinator. He still is choked mm-hmm. because they got they got to they got to the second overtime, and I think they fell in love with the idea of their young freshman winning the game instead of handing the ball to ETN. Like after he took that first big sack on first down, mm-hmm. that next play got to go to ETN. You got to get the ball out of his mm-hmm. hand, give him a play to get settled. And you know what I mean, then come back like that's just football one on one. And they just kept dropping back. Yes, he's he's talented, but he's not sunshine. You know what I mean? You can't put that kind of right. pressure on him. Use that use that all American first round stud you got in the backfield. Take a little bit of the heat off him. You know what I mean? In in the first part of that second overtime. 
and at least give them a chance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like they wet the bed on that because they were they they pulled the uh, they pulled the Pete Carroll. You fell in love with the new toy, trusting and over liable. Etn get you get you yards and get you points. Give him the ball. You think he'll first? You think he'll be a first round pick? In this in this NFL, maybe not. Is he a first round talent? Absolutely. Is he a top ten talent? Yeah. Heck yeah. But you know what I mean. The way they value running backs now is so different than they did ten years ago. You know what I mean. He may be a top of the second round guy. Just because you know, what I mean, nobody goes up to the first round to get running backs except Jerry Jones. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But like talent-wise, the dude is a monster. And really, to tell you the truth, when Clemson was up, when they were up, and they had that that uh, Notre Dame had that long drive, if Clemson had have been smart and just fed him the ball at the end of the game, the game should have been over. It really should yeah. have. That yeah. that quarterback shouldn't have run the ball not one time. He should have been ETN, ETN, and ETN. If he can't get you ten, you don't deserve to win. But don't take the ball no. out of his hands and then and then look crazy at the end. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm disagreeing with what you said because uh, that's exactly what that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, it's, I mean it don't make no sense. You got a you got no. a short clock. You know what I mean? You run your four minute offense. You let your all American eat. You let him eat at that time of the game. Oh yeah. Lou, what's your thoughts on that game last night? Well, it kinda of went the way I expected. Nip and tuck battle all the way. I mean that's the way a game like that should be played. Two teams in the top five battling it out. So I'm glad to see that, you know, the game had lived up to the hype. And, you know, it was just like, you know, you know, back and forth the way through. I mean, that was a that was a very intense game. But Notre Dame pulled it out. I mean, a lot of people weren't thinking that. Well, no, actually, I think a lot of people were because, you know, Trevor Lawrence was still out battling with uh, COVID. And with Notre Dame at home, you know, I think they made, um, you know, extra pressure on Clemson uh, to beat Notre Dame. And, uh, you know, for a while, maybe I thought they had him. But uh, Notre Dame just managed to find a way to, to win out of the end. If Lawrence had been that game, it might be a different result, though. And Notre Dame would have. You know, lost the game at home and maybe without a chance to get, you know, knocked out of the um, out of the playoffs. But now I see they got now they got a chance to do it with a few games to go. So I think in pretty good shape. And that was a very that was a very uh, hard fought battle. But they came through in the end. Thank goodness. You're gonna see it again. Don't worry about it. You'll see it again. That's why I didn't watch much of that game. I was kind of uh, in between that game, and I think somebody else was playing at that time. I wasn't really paying much attention to yeah. Notre Dame and Clemson because even if Clemson had won, I said it doesn't matter. They're going to play again. I don't care what Miami does um, right? unless one of those teams get two losses. If both of those teams have one losses, I don't care what Miami does. You were going to see a, you were going to see a rematch in the ACC championship game. And plus – We'll find out really how good that Notre Dame defense is. I, I've been, I heard all this. They so special right, right. and all of that other yak. We'll find out. Nah. We'll, we'll find out when when that when when that uh, Trevor Lawrence kid is back. December how 19th, really good right? Notre Dame is. Yeah, and also yeah. I just looked this up. The um, yeah, December nineteenth. Um, Travis Etienne is rated the twenty sixth best pro prospect. The twenty sixth top of the second round best pro. <laughs> yeah. Well, or late first round. That's how they do running backs now. 
Yeah. Like they treat running yeah, they backs like they disposable trash bags right now. They sure do. They don't give them no love whatsoever. And that that's yeah. what it is. It is a matter of fact the kid Hubbard is ranked beneath him and he's he's ranked the sixty third best. And then Najee Harris is ranked seventy. And then Journey Brown is ranked seventy four. So there's not they're saying there's not much depth uh in, in regard to the draft NFL draft prospects. I don't know if Travis Etienne will be a good pro D because I think he's a little small. I think he's a good third down guy. If, if, if boy, he can play in a day spread offense too. You know, give you a guy that can run, yeah. run on the edges, but in the old traditional way, I don't think so. I actually think he'll end up being probably a little bit better than a solid pro just because of the way he's built. He's a little small, but he's real tightly wound. You know what I mean? Kind of like a, mm-hmm. a real hard spring. You know what I mean? He ain't overly tall. You know what I mean? Where he can, he can, he can run over a small dude and duck a big one. You know what I mean? So it probably more than anything just depends on where he ends up. Like a dude like him, yeah. In an offense with Tom Brady or someone where they go, you know what I mean? Spread the ball, give him a lot of draws and stuff. Really take advantage of his abilities and space. It'd be great. He goes somewhere where they want to pound the ball. He ain't gonna last for him. (laughs) No. Not for him. Because so, so, I don't, mean, I don't think, it's, it's almost I like don't think he's 200 pounds. Yeah, but I don't think he's 200 pounds. He's real big. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's yeah, not, he's he's not he a big probably, guy. He, he, probably, he probably might be scratching 200. Maybe. Barely. Barely. Yeah. And that's, that's, with, that's with rocks in his pocket. <laughs> Man, I ain't heard that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's where rocks in his pocket. But uh, okay, I'm I'm a little distracted, guys, because this game between the Dolphins and the Cardinals is pretty doggone good. Um, no, we have I said, I said that uh, before this game was played, in, the, in in my analysis of the or preview of this game, was that the Dolphins could not cover DeAndre Hopkins one on one. Xavier Howard is doing a darn good job on DeAndre Hopkins right now. He's playing him. I mean, he's playing him one on one. You know, although he just drew a a, a PI, which I don't understand that both guys are hand fighting. A garbage call. Yeah, I don't understand. Both guys, both guys are hand fighting. Yeah, they both hand fighting. So nobody should get a call. Yeah, nobody. I mean, why is the deep? Why is the defender got to give up the space? Why can't he protect the territory? Why can't he protect his his area? Yep, they call the pass uh, interference. And they both were hand fighters. That don't, that's crazy. Yeah, that don't produce touchdowns. That's that's the part of the game I hate. Let it, let them play football. Exactly. Ain't, and he only has no, one catch. No crying in football. Exactly. <laughs> it sure isn't. It really isn't. Um I, I saw something yesterday. I saw a game yesterday, and uh, I watched Michigan play. Um, uh, Lou, yeah. why is why does Jim Harbaugh still have a job? You know, that's what I like to know. Harbaugh's still in a job, and he's terrible. Michigan isn't doing anything this year. Of course, I guess they're sending off to NFL coaches too. But I'll leave that for another show. But you're right. Harbaugh's, you know, Harbaugh is just like. Ugh. Michigan is drowning this year. Hey, son. He's only employed still because he's a Michigan man. Right. Yeah, but no other reason. That might be it, but 
that that might be it, D. But here's my reason why I'm asking. I know they won him too, and I know he he hasn't beaten Ohio State, but he's a former quarterback. Why can't he find a quarterback? Why can't he spot a quarterback? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily him spotting him though. I think it's him uh-huh. developing them. I don't think it's that. Well, why can't he, he develop? <laughs> He's not a good quarterback developer. I'm gonna give you. A, I'm gonna give you a good example. Greg Roman yeah. was the offensive coordinator when he took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. Greg Roman was also Correct. the offensive coordinator every year that Colin Kaepernick was a Pro Bowler. Lamar Jackson right. had Greg Roman as his offensive coordinator. Now he was a league offensive uh, league MVP last year. Jim Harbaugh was never good at developing quarterbacks. He just always had Greg Roman. Mm-hmm. See, they give they give the big name guy all the credit, but he's not actually doing the work. Like if you follow, if you follow Greg Roman and Harbaugh everywhere that they're together, Harbaugh looks great. Everywhere that they're not, right? You can tell Greg Roman's not there. So, you know, I mean, you can take that how you will, but just follow the trail. No, you can't that, find that's, a, great that's role. a very accurate point. Right, that's a very accurate yeah. point because uh, although Lamar is struggling, he only threw he only threw um, for like 170 yards today in that game against Indy. And Indy's a good defensive team, but they ain't. I mean, they ain't, they ain't that good. Bill Curtin order. No, yeah, they ain't that good. And again, I said, guys, I don't think he would. Um, I don't think the Ravens are going to do anything as far as beating the, the elite teams until he can throw the ball more consistent from the pocket. He's a great athlete, but until he can throw it more consistent from the pocket, they're not going to do anything. What do you think about that, Luke? Well, Baltimore is holding its own right now. I mean, they're not doing that, they're not doing that bad. I mean, they almost beat Pittsburgh last week, so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily rule them out. Man, they did, they did bounce back this week, too. No, they got so I mean you know they got to be doing something right. I I I guess that's an interesting way to look at it. He did have four turnovers, Luke, in that game last week. Well, that's yeah, that's what probably killed him. Yeah, yeah. You're, not, you're, not, you're not doing a game with four he, turnovers. Well, you're not going. You're not beating elite teams if you if you can't throw the ball. You can't be one dimensional. Unless you're playing against the Green Bay Packers defense, who can't stop the run and and don't don't have no desire to stop the run whatsoever, but you no, you no. got to be able to throw in some balance. If you can't throw in some balance, you're gonna be in trouble. You only threw four incompletions today. No no uh no ints, no fumbles lost. He had 58 yards rushing, so that's typical of him. He did have a rushing touchdown, so that's pretty typical of what he does as far as uh, okay. for the Ravens or whatever. But can they win a Super Bowl with that style of play against high-powered offenses like like a Kansas City? Yes and no. Don't, I'm going to put it like this. I'm going to put an asterisk by it. Yes and no. They can mm-hmm. They can if they're front-running. they got to be front-running to do it. In other words, they can't get behind and, and have to play catch-up. Now, they can – if they can stay with the game plan that they start the game with, which is run the ball, you know what I mean, let their defense do what it does and keep Lamar in, you know what I mean, manageable thirds and 
four, third, and five. Yeah, turn him into the ultimate game manager. Turn him into Trent Dilfer. But the one thing I will say in Lamar's defense is, yes, you do have to develop a mm-hmm. um, a better deep ball. But I also think that their offense, their offensive coordinators, even though Greg Roman is a good guy, I think they can help him out. That that compact style that they like to play where they pack everybody in and they use all those tight ends, there's one downside to it, and you don't have no speed. You exactly. have no speed, and the speed, the field is always compact, which means you have no real easy throws. You know what I mean? Like, you you can't come out in a three-wide receiver stack and pitch it to a dude like, like, like what Deshaun Watson did today with Brandon Cooks, where you can just throw him something short and just watch him do what he do. And, you know what I mean? It goes like they don't have that. If, if it's either – it's either boom or bust with them. They don't have an intermediate passing game. Yeah. game. It's either long or nothing. And I think that's where the need for balance comes in. I think that's why they were they've been hunting so hard for another wide receiver. But Dez Bryant don't give you speed. He gives you size. Basically, he's like a little bit bigger, faster tight end. And plus, you don't know what you're going to get out of him because he's been out of the game for a while. So, did A B did A B choose did A B choose to go to Tampa or that was the only offer he had? Baltimore didn't offer him. They worked him out okay. twice, but they didn't mm-hmm. offer him. And to me, that's just like I said. I think the, the bigger issue with him isn't necessarily that he's not developing. I think the way that they play limits what he can do. So. Okay, he needs to throw from the pocket. Well, it's hard throwing from the pocket, throwing the three tight ends, one wide receiver, and a running back. You know what I mean? Unless you're, like, dying precise like Tom Brady, those are some real small windows. So, if it's me, I spread the field out. He was lethal at Louisville in a spread-out field. You can't account for him when the field is spread out. When it's packed in, you know what I mean, you know where everybody is. Or even if you go to a spread with a bunch of big, big, slow people, he really, you know, I mean, it doesn't create an advantage for you other than running the ball. I'm watching uh, as as, as Red Zone just switched to the to the Dallas game. What the world is wrong with the Steelers' run defense? They went into last week <laughs> at giving up only six, only giving up sixty yards. They gave up what over three hundred yards rushing in that game, and then today Dallas has over one hundred twelve yards rushing. Like what the hell is wrong with the Steelers running game? Rush defense. Yeah, that's the only way Dallas can beat you is running the ball. Like, really? So the so now this makes me say because they lost the lead late against Tennessee uh, last week. Even though Lamar had the four turnovers, guys, uh, they still were in the game late. And now today they losing. They're, they're losing to Garrett Garrett Gilbert, the Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. What the heck? I mean, are the Steelers <laughs> really are they really that good? I know they're undefeated, but they don't look unbeatable, which no team does, but that record is a mirage in my point, just like I thought about Seattle today. I figure Buffalo would cream them because Seattle plays no defense. I don't care who they sign. I, I just don't care who they sign. I, and here's my thought process, you guys, and I know Jamal Adams is a good good football player. 
I thought this was when Mika Fitzpatrick went to the Steelers. And although it has worked out, I'm not giving up a first-round draft pick for a safety. That's just my thought process because you can put anybody back there because they don't make a difference. They're 20 yards off the ball. <laughs> why, you know what I'm saying? So why give up a first-round yeah, why give up a first-round pick to one of those guys, Lou? I don't understand. Or do you think safeties have a bigger impact than I do? Mm. I don't know about uh, safeties. I mean, they're they're used to the you know they're not used much. I don't think they make much of an impact very much at all. I mean, they don't. Look, I would say they're useless, but they're just not you know. This isn't you know, as as important. No, you, 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 you should have went with your first train of thought. They're not you yeah. at all because Jamal yeah. Adams, all he can do, he's a he, he's good against the run, but he can't cover yeah. worth the doggone. That's been proven when even when he is with the Jets. D, what's your thought? Uh, no, I wouldn't give up for a one for a safety. I think what I think what keeps happening is uh, NFL execs remember the Troy Palomalus and even Cam Chancellor. You know what I mean? You had guys who were, like, super versatile, but it all depended on how they were deployed. You know what I mean? Troy Palomalu was a monster because he was always somewhere in the box. You just never knew where in the box he was going to be. His deployment was just as impressive as his skill set because Dick LeBeau was so good at using him to take the best advantage of his skill. Cam Chancellor was like an extra linebacker in Seattle. You came across the middle camp, Chance was going to try to knock your chin loose. But you can't even knock yes. your head off like that no more. No, you so can't. my point. The, 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 right. the value of a of a hitter playing safety goes down so much because of the rules. So, really, to tell you the truth, most teams are probably better off deploying, you know what I mean, cover corners that are just big to play safety because you can cover them around and give you more versatility. Like, guys like Jamal Adams, he's a glorified safety. You know what I mean? Remember Mark Barron, the the, the safety from mm-hmm. Alabama? He mm-hmm. was sucking at safety in Tampa. They moved him up to linebacker in St. Louis. He became an all-pro. That's what Jamal Adams is. He's a glorified linebacker. You know what I mean? Safety's new. You don't spend – you want to give up first rounders on a defensive player for a, a top-flight corner or an edge rusher. That's it. That's it. That's it. If he if he came to impact the game at a lot of different levels at at one time, at no point. That's what the Dolphins have. The Dolphins have. They have three cornerbacks in the back with Rowe, uh, Jones, and uh, Xavier Howard, and they got Howard. Bobby McClure yeah. play safety. Yeah, that's it. But James Baker, he he he's about Cam Chancellor's size, but he plays linebacker. But I agree with you, D. Right. Why not just drop those guys at? Why not? Unless you get now the honey badger. Yeah. Now, if I get a guy like him, that's different because he gives you versatility. He can he can cover yeah. the point. he can cover the slot. Right, and he can listen. He can blitz. He's just effective effective blitzing. He plays great run defense, but he can also just like you said, he can cover. So he gives you that kind of versatility. But how many safeties are actually like that in the NFL now? Not many. Not many. Not many. Not, not many. I can't. I can't think of anybody else that does all things he does, except for this kid I'm watching for Arizona right now. That kid, that, 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 yeah. that Buda Baker kid. He, yeah, Buda Baker's the real about, deal. Yeah, and, and he's about 5'2". But anyway, he can do it. That's all, but that's the point. Yeah. Big, big safeties, big safeties that can do a lot of stuff. You can't really find those no more. Right. 
really can't. Right. And 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 even with that, you know what I mean? Like unless your pass rush is is pretty good, they can't cover all day. I don't care who it is. You can't that cover all day. Cool. That's what made Tampa's Tampa two two so lethal was you couldn't hold the ball because that front four was going to yeah. get you alive. So, you know what I mean? They didn't even need man cover people. Let's just hang out, the ball coming. We know it's coming out fast, so just knock their head off when they come out. Well, you know what I mean? It's it's a new ball game now. You need cover people that twitch quick. Big, big, fat, big dudes that just wow. hit people. There ain't going to be a place for them in the game in another five years. Just not. Yeah. You give it five, I give it about two. I say about two more seasons. There ain't gonna be no place for them. Yeah, true. Dallas, I would say five. Dallas is people in the front office once you telling him he don't know what he's talking about no more. Like that, he just don't want to hear that. Yeah. So I, I think they're not the only one. I don't think they're the only ones that don't like change. I, I, the NBA players finally had to give in when the when the finances were broke down to them, and told and they were uh, <laughs> let it, it it was to be known. Look, we don't start on the twenty second. If we don't start on the twenty second, y'all lose. Yes, yeah, right. Y'all lose. Y'all gonna lose more money, and the salary cap gonna go down, and salaries are gonna go down. So, yeah. You gotta you gotta start in twenty second. I this is where this is where I stand on this. I don't wanna hear no professional athlete moan during this time. There are real people losing their jobs. Real people. Real real people out here that have to work for a living for little or no money whatsoever. And they're losing their jobs. Right. You guys are getting ready to make millions. I don't wanna hear none of y'all crying. I don't wanna hear nothing about my body ain't rested. Get it rested. <laughs> you play a sport. <laughs> That's my point of your thought. <laughs> about the NBA restart, I was starting up on the twenty second, uh, Lou. What do you think about that? As a basketball fan, I couldn't be happier. You know, I mean, because you know, like, I, like I've been saying, you know, we we need we need to get you know the sports to get in mind with the distractions which have been happening over the past year with the pandemic, the writing, whatnot. I mean, we need something to you know, you know, get our scare our spirits back in to to lift this up from what's been going on. So I say, you know. It, Good. I'm glad they came to a compromise, and we can get back to you know to get our mind on something besides you know what's been going on. So I'm glad the NBA is coming back on December 22nd. I wish it could be a little bit sooner, but I'll set up for that date. Hey, and it's three days before Christmas. Now that's what fans can for a better Christmas present than that. So I'm all for it. You, you, you need sports to get your mind off a of global pandemic, Lou. The pandemic, <laughs> the riots, and whatnot. Come on, we we need something to help. To help boost our spirits, you know, because it's supposed to bring us all together, even though we're not moving to the teams, but at least, you know, you know, sports what in is? general. What is, what, for, for three hours, you know, so for three hours, we all come, we all come together for three, two hours, I have along the sporting event last, so, okay, I, I, I think I understand, I, I think I understand, I don't, I don't agree with that, but I think I understand where you went with that. Okay. D, what do you think about the December 22nd start for the NBA? I don't have a problem with it at all. Um, this, this is the thing. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I get sick of grown people who make a whole boatload of money who can afford, you know what I mean, the kind of care and treatment for their bodies that most people can only dream of. I get so tired of them whining about stuff. And I, I, you know what I mean? I'm not being a hater or nothing like that. But, okay, 
the NBA shut down on March the 11th. March the mm-hmm. 11th. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't come back to even get to the bubble. They didn't arrive. The first player didn't arrive at the bubble until July 27th. Y'all had four mm-hmm. months off. Listen, mm-hmm. that's longer than mm-hmm. your regular off season. You have four months. Listen, mm-hmm. You got to enjoy parts of the summer that most of y'all never have. <laughs> None of y'all never have. Not only that, you weren't required to do nothing. You couldn't report to the place for off-season workouts and none of that stuff. So you were just home. You got to hang out with your kids and eat bad food and do whatever you want to do. You had like a four-month built-in vacation right in the middle of a work year. Y'all were still getting paid. They didn't take your money. They didn't do none of that. Nah, they brought y'all back mm-hmm. to the bubble. All I heard was people complaining about the bubble. About the bubble. Mm-hmm. Y'all went on this. Y'all went to Disney World to play basketball. <laughs> I had personal chefs. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. I want people I to understand what I'm saying. They had personal chefs. You got masseuse. You got masseuses. You got great doctors. You ain't got you ain't got to get them on airplanes and get jet lag and dead leg and all of that stuff. Okay, you play every other day. Every freaking body that plays basketball play ball every other day. Every off every season, other day. See, everybody out there, Rico Hines plays that open run, playing ball all summer long. That's what y'all do, but y'all need a break. But y'all out there playing ball all summer long. Y'all come back, y'all ready to go. Even though y'all done played ball all summer. Now, y'all came back in the bubble, great conditions. Wasn't nobody getting corona. You know what I mean? You ain't have the extra travel. You ain't get the debt. None of that stuff. Okay. Everybody didn't even make it to the finals. So, really, nope. really like four teams could possibly <laughs> complain. And the thing that makes me laugh the hardest is the one guy who can just tell his team, I'm taking a two or three week break in the middle of the season. They're the first one talking about, I ain't coming back. Man, miss me with all that. When you count it all up, the NBA players have, have will have had six months off this year. Six. Mm. They will have had six mm. months off because the season ended. Okay, the season ended in October, the middle of October. You got all the way to the middle of December. So you got another two months. Y'all have had six whole months to rest and recuperate and all of that stuff. Nobody expecting y'all to be in top flight shape when you come back. They just expect you to show up and go to work. Shut up and quit whining. Give me, give me the money. I'll go play. I, I'm trying to told you. I promise I will. I'm trying to told you. I be, I go on whatever diet they tell me to. I live in the gym. I I only come out to see my wife, kids, go right back in. That's Give it. me twenty two million dollars mm-hmm. shoot ball. They just they this they is, just. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I hate to interrupt you. This is absolutely the worst person the friends call I've ever seen. Okay, so <laughs> he's back. Uh-huh. He's back. He's back pedaling. And because the receiver jumps back into him, it's a pass interference. Oh, an eligible oh, man, man downfield. What? I was about to say, that's about what the worst pass interference. I'm watching the Dolphins and the, the penalties offset. They call the pass interference, but they call the ineligible man downfield. I'm watching the Dolphins and the Cardinals. This is that's the worst. That that is absolutely the worst. But back oh, to what we talking about, about. Yeah. No, I'm watching the Reds on yeah, I'm, I'm in Georgia. Oh, I'm in Georgia. Awesome. I would be watching the sorry well, Pittsburgh. Dallas, I'll be that, watching Pittsburgh Dallas, and uh, Dallas. Big Ben is back. Big Ben is back. They finna lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, uh-huh. he, 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 don't, don't, he, he looks a shell of himself. Um, 
Brothers, oh, by about the NBA restart, I saw Andre Iguodala's comments, and they talking about their bodies got to get ready. Look, dude, y'all play a y'all play a sport for a living, dude. For a living, what a move by Kyler Murray. What a move. Thank you. So I don't listen, understand. They play a sport. And listen, they the only sport ahead, where you can get you get two weeks off for a, a bad tote. <laughs> like you somebody stepped on your foot. You know what I mean? Like all y'all players that feel like y'all a little older. The NBA is is famous for working players' days off. Kawhi Leonard then made it a whole turn. Low management. What you say? Quit complaining. Listen, take your couple of days off. Do like LeBron did. Go on your two week vacation and go to Miami. Oh, Andre Iguodala, you already in Miami. Just tell Pat Riley already days off. He got you. He got you. Hey, he ain't got work about it. practice. You go get him a suit. All that good stuff. He ain't got. He don't have to worry about right. uh, a couple of days off because guess what's gonna happen? Right. They gonna manage his minute. He's not even gonna play a full Thank game. You. <laughs> Thank He's you. He's not gonna play no. a full game until it's starting to matter. So I don't even understand why these guys are complaining. I and then there's a there's a podcast I listen to uh, that tries to bring the person tries to get the fan to understand the plight That's of funny. professional athletes. So he invited. Uh, I can't think of his name. I was on that show last year sometime, so uh, he invited me okay. on. And he was just going on and on about caring about uh, uh, so, something happened in a game. I think uh, a guy got hurt. And I said, okay, just roll him over and put the next man in. And so, so he thank said, you. So he said to me, he said, thank you. He said, you don't care? I, I, no. I just want to know. I really don't. No. I, I yeah. no, I don't <laughs> care. If, if I'm sorry. I'm not out there. I'm a fan. And right. okay, he can't play. Roll him over. Put the next man in. Get him off the field. Well, well, it's just that way. Well, this is roll my thing. Play that. The, pe- the people that you hear complaining are people who are well off. You yeah, don't hear there. guys who haven't had close to max deals. Andre Iguodala, I know, has made well over a hundred million. Even Danny Green. Yeah. Danny Green made what uh, ten million dollars this last past season. You know what I mean? You you inked mm-hmm. up for another twenty for the next two years. You don't care, but these guys who ain't got a bunch of money—that's why you don't hear a bunch of people complaining. It's only like three, four people complaining about it because those are the people who are well off enough to where they'd be like, "I don't care if we lose a couple dollars." They're like, "We don't expect to see LeBron." Okay, so that's LeBron. LeBron can afford, afford to lose ten million. You can't <laughs> shut up and go play. Nobody care what LeBron do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, nobody care. Um, I, I say this to a Laker fan. LeBron don't have to play after opening night. I get he can play on opening night. Y'all do your there you go. Y'all won't be there. The fans won't be there. But you can virtually watch it. <laughs> just like you virtually watch him win it. And then he can come right. back when he wants to start on Martin Luther King Day. Come back then. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's how you work that. Yeah, it ain't like you know, it don't matter. Exactly. They're going to make the playoffs. And they, you know what I'm saying? And hey, they probably make another deep run because they got two of the best five players, so he, he's not necessary. Now, what would be interesting to see if that if that young man follows him and do, does the same thing. Well, I'm not going to kill myself because ain't here because the point I made to a Laker fan is that's the reason he left New Orleans. He didn't want to be by himself. Now, whether right. he looks yeah. at it as, well, I got to play the first half or the first month of the season without LeBron and he he's okay because he knows he's coming back, or does he quit on New Orleans and, and I mean quit on LA like he did New Orleans. That's my point. And he quit. I don't care how you looked at it. 
he quit. He quit. He said, yeah. "I don't want to. He said, I don't. I don't want to play. If I can't go to L.A., I I don't want to play for y'all yeah. no more." And then the sold the team and obliged them. They did exactly what he wanted. Kyler Murray just this offense is these offenses are just oh, touchdown Pittsburgh. <laughs> Juju, wow. Juju just hit him for about fifty. Wow! I told you they would get ready. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> you're right. Oh man! I just saw the worst play. Yeah, see, if I was if I was Bobby McLean, I'd be I'd be getting up swinging. Got shoot at my knees like that to block me, and he running full speed and I'm retreating. Yeah, yeah, that's that's dirty. But that's the offense doing it to the defense, so it doesn't matter. I told you. <laughs> A running back can be running full bore, drop his head, and smash you dead upside your head. It's not a play. That's cheap, man. It don't make sense. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. It's it's just not fair to the defenses. You know, like a, it's just that you can't play defenses. You can't touch them, and if you no. near them and you just look mm-hmm. at them the wrong way, they're gonna throw a flag. So. I the worst what they're doing. The worst one is if you sack the quarterback, but you land on him. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. That's the I sack you. No, D. But it's the way I have to sack you. you. I can't fall on but it's you. Not even, I have to. Not even that, D. <laughs> you can't even like if you on the ground. You know how Tom Brady got hurt that time that that uh-huh. year, that when he got hurt in game one. Where the guy crawled and yeah. tackled him as he was, you know, throwing the pass. You can't do that no more. Uh-huh. They outlawed that. It's a it's a penalty. I saw that in the game. So, I think, so well, I'm supposed to just let him throw the ball unless I can get yeah, the you gotta just and then get up and tackle that's, him. That's it. I said, well, dog, mm-hmm. what can they do on defense now? If a guy's going it's into a slide, a lot. you yeah. If, if a guy's going to a slide and you're not sure whether he's gonna slide or he gonna stand up, okay, well, shoot, that's a penalty. Yeah. Now what James Foster did, yeah, y'all know what that was a penalty. You don't you yeah, don't know what to do. Uh, if you push him, you push them down too hard. It's a penalty. So it's kind of like flag. they just if, if you hit him, if you hit a receiver square with your shoulders, but he ain't had time oh, to yeah. break it because he ain't see you coming. That's a flag. Yeah, I just somebody. That's somebody. I, I I watched the Oregon game yesterday. I watched the Oregon game yesterday, and mm-hmm. uh, they got like a running start. Like he popped through the hole, pop left, and like a crease open. And there was two DBs in the end zone. One was being blocked, and the other one was coming. Like, dude literally lowers his head like that dude, the juggernaut, and just smashes right through this DB face mask. I'm talking about, bam, Mm -hmm. no shoulders, nothing. All head, all top crown is helmet. Mm -hmm. DB on the ground holding his head, and it's a touchdown. Why is that not targeted? Like, you drop your head with the explicit point to use your helmet like a weapon. But if a, if a defender had caught him when he dropped his head and the defender was coming from the outer side of the field and ear-holed him, he would have got thrown out of the game. That's not football. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't. You're right. Coach tell you keep your head up when you're running so you can see where you're going. If you drop your helmet and spear a dude in his face, you should get the same penalty that that defender gets. That's, that's what I think. Well, the, Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, well, good luck charm, just walked in the door. Y'all know what I'm talking about. That, I'm talking to, I'm talking to my lady. Boy. No, my, my lady just walked in. She went to the game between the Falcons oh, and the Broncos. And the, 
Yeah, and they didn't they didn't choke today. That's because she was in the stands. But she wasn't rooting for them. Her cousin plays for the Broncos. So she went there for the Broncos. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I thought – I would just say I thought you were talking about Raheem Morris. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is he, 2-1 now? He's 2-1 as a coach, right? Yeah, yeah. 2-1. Think think they think they'll give him a job? I'm gonna go ahead and just tell y'all no. no. I don't think so, but I'm just gonna no. ask you guys. No. No. Will Raheem Morris keep it? Well, no, D. What if he goes on the run? No. <laughs> oh, <Ooh. worse> than me. <laughs> no, no, he's not keeping I'm, that I'm job. I'm just being though. honest, man. He's not keeping that job, man. man no, he's not keeping that job. No, he's not keeping that job. Oh, Ooh, unless they win the Super Bowl. Hey, it's a fight. It's a fight. There's a fight going on, Pittsburgh and and, oh, wow. and, and Dallas. Mm. That's interesting. <laughs> What's going on? Right, that Randy Gregory, he just came back. Can't be fighting people. Yeah. He's going through withdrawal. You know, he he he, he do a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would withdraw from weed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's my thing, D. I I laugh when somebody tell me, well, they got a drug problem. What's the drug problem? They smoke weed. Uh-huh. Weed ain't addictive. <laughs> weed ain't weed is not addictive. Uh, people that smoke weed can stop whenever they get rid of. Oh, sure again. Weed's not, unless they lacing it with something, but weed's not addictive. Yeah. No. Yeah, regular, regular weed ain't addictive. Right. No, unless you unless you lacing it with something, but that's probably what he's going through. He's going through something, whatever, and he just got reinstated. So that's just dumb on his part to even give himself up to uh, put himself back in that um, type of situation. All right, guys, college football. Um, let me go ahead and say this, and I'll get you guys' opinion. Um, I said this on Twitter as I was watching the game. Okay, the winner of Notre Dame and Clemson in the ACC, they'll play in that bowl playoff. Um, Alabama, Florida, the winner and the loser is going, and Ohio State. I need one, and then one more team. That's my thought. Everybody else, y'all just y'all just taking the COVID risk for nothing. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there because it's, it's, it's pointless for the rest of y'all. I'm telling you, the yeah. winner and the loser from the SEC is going, unless Florida drops another regular season game at some point. But I'm telling you, if it's Florida and Alabama. The winner and the loser is going to play for that bowl playoff team. That's how that's going to mm-hmm. go. Lou, what do you think? Did you mention Ohio State? Yeah, he yeah, did. they in there already. Okay. Yeah, we know they in. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. I mean, no I only gave you three Alabama. teams. I, right. Mm-hmm. Florida, yeah. no, I'm Florida telling you, if, if, it's Florida, if it's Florida and Alabama in the SEC game, I'm telling you the winner mm-hmm. and the loser is going. The winner oh, of yeah. the ACC game between Clemson and Notre Dame is going, and then Ohio State. I need a fourth team. I got an idea, but I just wanted to hear what what, yeah. what your thought is. Hmm. Now, I mean, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough game, and Notre Dame is now right in the mix of it after that. Um, well, I don't know if I can call it upset loss, upset win uh, over Clemson, but uh, you know, I think uh, Notre Dame now has a has a legitimate shot. And Clemson, you know, is going to, to do what? Play, you know, fires with fires with you. Now they dropped a fourth. They dropped a fourth. I just, I just, I just, I just realized I have, 
I just realized I got four spots. But what what is Notre Dame gonna do? I'm asking. Notre Dame has you, to you know has to you, keep has to keep winning, of course. But if if Notre Dame plays Clemson again, it's unsigned as a quarterback. You you do know Clemson's winning that game, right? Oh, I don't know about that. I think they, maybe they, Clemson they, may have they lost, lost a step now. They, they lost. They lost in double overtime with a with a backup quarterback playing his biggest game, and they only lost by a field goal. A loss is a loss, you know. No, I'm saying that may, I, I'm putting it in perspective. I don't I, I don't see Notre Dame beating Clemson. I don't see Notre Dame beating Clemson twice. I just don't. D, do you agree? Well, the loser, well, the loser, the loser, and the winner from the SEC is going. Ohio State, and then the winner between Notre Dame and Clemson is going. Those are the four teams. Uh, everybody else is with playing you for said, free. You said you want to add one more team. It's one team I would probably throw in there just because they conference and make enough noise to at least get them half a look, and that's Oregon. But that they got to stay undefeated. Like, they can't lose Oregon. at all. And that's the only reason I'm saying Oregon is because they look like the only team that's from the Pac-12 that have a chance to run the table, everybody else is going to – they're going to lose at some point. But I'm actually agreeing with Will. Unless Oregon make like a serious push up the ladder, it's going to be two SEC teams. If it ain't Alabama and Florida, it's going to be Alabama and Texas and them. Like, and, and people yeah. be like, they're in the same bracket. That don't mean nothing because Alabama and LSU made it, and Alabama didn't win the conference. So, <laughs> if, if Texas right. and them uh, – can stay on pace where they are and not lose again. And Florida and Alabama have to play a Texas and they still ranked high. I still see two SEC teams getting in. Ohio State is going to get in. And just like he said, they went over Notre Dame Clemson part two because I think that's going to happen and that's who's going to get in. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's happening. Uh, Notre, I, I've tried to say this to Miami Hurricane fans. They I say, don't well, think Notre Dame give if Notre Dame is not going to win if, that second round, though. No, they won't win the second round, but somebody said, well, what if they lose a game? What do you mean, what if they lose a game? If, even if they lose, Ooh. they have to lose twice. They'd have to lose right. twice in order for Miami to overtake them. Miami's not overtaking either one of those teams with with them having one loss, too, because Clemson beat the brakes off Miami. So that's how <laughs> that goes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that yeah. simple. Miami's Miami's playing to go play and get a gift bag at one of these other bowls. That's pretty much what they're playing for right now. And get Dick yeah. Eric King from Seth. I, I was impressed with his game the other night. I wasn't impressed with the defense, but I was impressed with his game the other night. That was the first real time I've actually uh, watched him the entire game. I didn't really watch him before this. I was impressed. I, I was, I was yeah, impressed. He, he, he throws a better ball. Yeah, he throws a better ball than I, than I give him, gave him credit for than I thought. I'll tell you who should be kicking themselves is Willie Taggart. And I'm going to tell you why. He should have put Jordan Travis in the game last year. <laughs> yeah. Jordan Travis could have won us a couple of games last year. Yeah. yeah. I'll I, I tell you, you what. You, Mike Norvell found out uh-huh. the same thing Willie Taggart did. Uh, James Blackman will get you fired. <laughs> he will get you fired. He oh, my will. God. <laughs> Better put Jordan Travis in at least. Because at least Jordan Travis is mobile. That, yeah, that, that's the way I look at it. At least he can move yeah. around. Because that other, that James Blackman boy, is like, what the world? What did he see? 
that's what they put to do it. Listen, we were thinking the same thing. You had a you had a double covered receiver. They didn't even hide it. <laughs> they didn't like the safety. Literally walked no. to that side of the field and was pointing before the play. Like I got him. The corner sunk. The safety dropped. Like it was it was it was an easy read. And then yeah. he double clicked. Like you had time to look at him. <laughs> Uh-huh. You had time to look at him. Like, what you thought was going to happen? You thought you were going to have one of the madden moments and it was going to go through his body. Uh, like, no, uh, that don't happen in real life. Oh, my goodness. Like, what? what is he looking at? My goodness. He, James Blackman, boy, I tell you. When I saw him come out, I turned the TV. When I turned back real quick to check something else, the dude was running, had already picked the ball off. I had to, I had to rewind it to watch it. It happened just that fast. I was like, yeah. you just got on the field. Three plays. <laughs> Three. <laughs> 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 when you get a chance to get loose. What is you doing, fool? Yeah. He looked right oh, at the dude. Like, the dude was standing there like, like oh, he, he really going to throw it over here. This is not a drill. This is the real thing. <laughs> Man, I saw that. I turned TV. When I turned back, Trevor Purdy was on the field getting his licks. Like, come on, oh, man. Oh, boy. What, what Coach is it? Oh, wow. Here's something interesting. I don't know if y'all follow this because I really don't, but I know who Chase Elliott is. Chase Elliott just won the NASCAR uh, season title. At 24 years oh, old. Yeah, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I, I, I keep up with and him. And is everything so? Mm. It does well. I I, I want to give y'all my quote of the, of the weekend that I heard yesterday that made me chuckle real hard. Mm-hmm. One of the announcers at the FSU game said, this is what it looked like when a guy inherited a bad team. I started laughing. Because <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to know All I wanted to know was so Can somebody explain to me What Wheeler Taggart inherited Like I'm still on that cause I, I'm, I'm still kind of mad about that I kind of let it go for the most part But like you said That so blanketly Like none of us watched What happened Before Novell got there <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What What did y'all exactly. thought? What did y'all think this dude inherited a national championship contender? Because that's not the case. That's mm-hmm. physically not true. So he's like, the offense has been bad for the, the offensive line been bad for the last three years. No, sir. Offensive line been bad since 2014. It's been bad a while. It ain't been no last three yeah. years. It's been bad for a while. Yeah. James Mad. James James spent his last year running for his life. Yeah. Jameis Massey, and then when y'all bought that kid over from uh, 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 Goldsman, over from uh, Notre Dame, Go- uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. he ran around so doggone much. Tua is throwing dimes, bro. Tua yeah, is throwing the only thing dimes. that masked our offensive line issues was we had Dalvin Cook, and Dalvin Cook was so good. It didn't matter if you blocked or not; you just had to stand there for about a second and a half. That's all it took. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aside from that, I, I tell you this: our offensive line was horrible. Let me let me say this, D. Yeah. Uh, Dalvin uh-huh. Cook should not he 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 should hit Kirk Cousins upside the head every time Kirk Cousins run up to him and congratulate him. 
Every time he does. I know, right? Because you I'm got serious. my money. He, you got my money. Mm-hmm. He should just knock him right upside his head every single time. Because <laughs> you got my I money. I'm, I know. They I'm give paid, this joker a, a, a brand new contract before me. Yes. Yes. I'm like, Dalvin Cook should just walk right up to him every single time and just pop him right upside the head. Every time. Every time I break off a 50 yard. <laughs> Every time I break <laughs> off a fifty yard run and you run up to me and act like you doing you did something and I'm the reason you got paid, I want my money, bro. Don't hit me, don't give me no fire, give me my money because Dallas yeah. is the best player on that team and he's not paid that way. It's the same thing with Derrick Henry. Same thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. you gotta get really, you gotta get these guys. Just thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean it, it's it's not even fair. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I, I'm gonna say this for for this for the day's purposes only. Just for this one game, I was wrong about tour. I was wrong. Just for today, now I'm a, I'm gonna rag on him again later. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Oh, but for this, but for this, no, no, seriously, for this game. Okay, I can see what they saw. I, I I'm gonna give I'm gonna give those guys who get paid. I'm gonna give them they, I'm gonna give them they love. Because he does throw an accurate ball. It don't look like he's getting in a hurry, but he does throw an but accurate ball. That. He just threw a second. Yeah, he threw he threw a second touchdown, and this one was. Uh, it, it, I mean, you couldn't have put it no better than, in the place that he just put that football. So, I'm in. Okay, so the Dolphins, um, uh, coach staff, they're gonna go up by one. They're gonna go about. They, they okay, well, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Give me. In the NFL in the last 20 years, give me your quarterback comparison for two, because I got one for you. Russell Wilson? Yeah. Russell Wilson. No. That's what no, he reminds me No. Of. No. The only reason why I say no is because Russell got a gun. <laughs> Russell has a Russell gun. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, but this, got a gun. I'm, I'm, I was thinking more, I'm looking more at the size and the stature. That's what he reminds me of, although Russell's a little thicker down low. But that's who he okay. puts me in the mind of, Russell Wilson. Okay. Who you got? Okay, what about you, Lou? What about you, Lou? I got one. I got a perfect one for you. Yeah? Yeah, who you got, Lou? I got to go with Wilson, too. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you that one. I'm going to go Oakland Raiders, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to give you Rich Gannon. Perfect example Good of who one. two is. Rich Gannon could throw a ball to a tire, but it didn't go that fast. It yes, just, he could. It just got no. there. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> he, he reminds me so much of Rich Gannon. He's just left-handed instead of right-handed. He throws the ball at that yeah. weird angle sometimes. It comes off. It don't look like it's going to get there, but it get there, and it's usually hitting the receiver right in the numbers or in the face. It's like he was like the perfect match for what John Gruden did, which was run you from side to side a lot, occasionally hit you downfield, but it had to be precise to make it work. That's what Tua is. What about uh you, you, you now his his throwing motion and I don't know why lefty's throwing motions look looks this way. Reminds me of Mark Grunell, Mark Brunel and uh Steve Young. His throwing motion does. I don't know what it is about uh-huh. the lefties. They got their awkward and I'm lefty. I'm a lefty. But it, it's something about them lefties. It look, it just looks a little funky. They delivery. So he puts me in the mind of uh, Mark Burnell and uh, Steve Young. 
Now, I, I, now he, he ain't as athletic as Steve Young or Mark Grinnell, to be quite honest with you, although he is, he did scramble a little bit today. But that's what that's what his yeah. throwing motion put me in mind of, those two guys. Cause, cause, yeah, because you just ain't used to seeing a person throw a football left-handed. Like Mike Vick, Mike Vick's throwing motion was so much different than every other left-handed person you were ever going to see. Because his release right. looked like Dan Marino was in a left-handed person's body. Like, just right. it out. But everybody else got yep. that wind-up, and it just looks different. Mm-hmm. Okay, I give I know, it out. I know who's gonna be in the hot. Tua gonna prove. I know who's gonna be in the hot. He, he. I hope he does. Yeah. Tua gonna prove you wrong. Justin Herbert gonna be. Justin Herbert gonna be in the hot tub tomorrow. I mean tonight. He will be in the hot tub <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah, he will. <laughs> he is getting. Man, he been getting hit like that. Hey man, not like this Dallas Cowboys <laughs> linebacker man. This dude that lost his mind. He the punch dude in the space. <laughs> he been mm. go home. 55, yeah. Vander, oh. Bosch, whatever his name is. Yeah, he just gave oh, yeah, Van, nice Vanderesh. That's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. Lou Dude. No, that's Mike Dude, yeah, Vanderesh. That's Mike that's Dude. Mike yeah, he out, he out here spazzing. Yeah. They ain't yeah. throw him out, dude. That's okay. Yeah. 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 They didn't? No, nah, they ain't throw him out. He, it, was, it was more of an open hand than a closed fist when you look at it slow, but he still oh. he slapped the fire to him while he was on the ground, though. <laughs> Let me get you guys picked tonight. Tom Brady or Drew Brees, Lou? Who wins tonight? I'm going to go with Brees. You'll be making a mistake. But, okay, Derek, who you oh, going thanks with? thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, hey, 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 Lou, the only reason why is because Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is not playing tonight. Exactly. His number one, matter of fact, Michael Thomas, and I don't think Sanders is playing tonight either. Well, no, I think it's top two wide He's out. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. think they both out. So I'm going Brady. I would have went Brady anyway, but I wouldn't have picked Brees just because his top two targets are going to be gone. Yeah, and all they, all all Tampa got to do is just find a way to make sure they check Alvin Kamara because that's, that's that's their offense. Alvin, that's the, yeah, but they they pass rush is starting to look mean. <laughs> That pass which was one, Tampa I mean, which one Tampa? like that old Tampa defense. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. The boys, the boys well, come got, get they, you. Well, don't they got – let me see. They got Golston. They got them two fast linebackers and David and White. They, yeah. They got Barrett. They got JPP. Oh, yeah, they got – they got yeah, they, they can, they can heat you up. Yeah, and they, they I think they're going to heat Tom, I think they're going to heat Drew, Drew Brees up a lot tonight. He's going to see some pressure. Yeah. Now, only thing Tampa yeah, – got to make sure that – they got to make sure Tom Brady don't throw them on out patterns. What do you think about Tom, uh, Derek? Is he in the MVP conversation? He's going to be in the MVP conversation just because he's Tom Brady. But really, to tell you the truth, the MVP race really is over. Like, what the season Russell having, and even Aaron Rodgers. Like, to me, Where's Mahomes people want to say, people want to say, listen, people want to say Mahomes. I, I'm honest. I'm be honest with you. Mahomes ain't been impressive this year. Anybody that's really watched yeah. him, he hasn't been impressive this year. I think he he having that State Farm hangover where he got so many commercials uh, to where he ain't really. <laughs> I'm serious. Like if you go seriously, if you go and watch that game, all right, all right, all right. He's he's not necessarily the reason they win it. They they just have better skilled people 
he is not necessarily as the reason why they win it. And even the game, like, when the Raiders beat them, like, he looked raggedy. He did. He didn't look like MVP guy. He looked like deer in the headlights. I probably stayed up and hung out with Aaron Rodgers on set too long last week, guy. Mm-hmm. But, you know what I mean, Russell so Wilson feel- has been money all year. He, and, <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers you like has after that? this year. Hmm? You still like Russ after that bad game he had there against Buffalo? He had a horrible game, man. I he do. Played, I do. Like it's yeah. the first bad right. game he's had. It's the first okay. bad game he's had. Plus, plus, you have to give Buffalo credit. Now, Buffalo has a really good defense. They have a oh, really good defense. And, yeah, so, you know what I mean? And then they weren't at home. They they had to go to Buffalo. So, you know what I mean? You know they don't play well when they have to travel across country. They never do. So they I'll did when they came to, they, to they me. They did when they came to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> they did when they came to Miami. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't. But they, right now, to me, they didn't play well against Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, but to no, me, I'm it's saying like they a, didn't it's play a well. Three horse race right now. It's, it's uh, Travis mm-hmm. Henry, Aaron Rodgers, and Russ. Like to me, that that would be my top three right now for the MVP race. What, what about Dalvin? I would, you could probably throw Dalvin in there. I think um, as good as Dalvin is, I think um, Derrick Henry has more impact on the actual game sometimes than Dalvin Cook, even though Dalvin Cook is. Yeah. Like when you watch what they do, like Tennessee's whole team is predicated on what he does. They play defense based Man, on what a, he does on the ground. That's that's not that's the case why with he's Minnesota. To Ryan Tannehill. No, 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 no. I think it they is. Should. Everything I think it is, but. Mm-hmm. I think it is, but I do think that uh, Cook does have a little bit more offensive support than than Derrick Henry does. Just a little bit, not a bunch. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Just a little bit. Like I think Kirk Cousins is a little bit more competent and more capable of giving him some, you know, what I mean, a big game here and there than Ryan Tannehill is. Ryan Tannehill is is Trent Dilfer with a bigger contract. He turned, he turned Dilfer, Brad Johnson, he all them dudes with being able yeah. to see man-to-man coverage because you can't yeah, make he's, 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 he's a game manager. They're so scared the of the running back. Loading the box. They got a block. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, you know what I mean? That's why, I, like I said, you know, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins on a good day can beat you with his arm. I don't see that being the case with Ryan Tannehill. No. So that puts more pressure no. on Derrick Henry. Yeah, Kirk Cousins can't no. Mm-mm. But he, I mean, you know, Brian Tannehill, no, that's not his game. He is yeah. all everything he does is all play action. It's all predicated off right. that running game. But I don't know. My top three in the MVP race would be uh, the two running backs, Dalvin and, and, and Henry. And uh, I'm gonna disagree with you, D. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to throw Mahomes in there because Buddy's thrown nine touchdowns in the last two games. I know they weren't against the but. That that game against the Panthers today was a pretty good game. Although the Panthers did make it interesting, and they lost their second game, um, attempting a long sixty yard plus field goal at the end of the game. But yeah, I, I gotta give, I gotta give Mahomes in, in there in, with the two running backs. Who you got, Lou? Who's your MVP, guys, right now? Hmm. Well, as much as I'm not really a big fan of him, I'm gonna have to go with Russell Wilson. Okay. I'm not a big Seahawks fan, but you can't deny what Wilson has done this season. I got a problem with that. Who's the best? 
Who's the best wide receiver in the game? Because Devontae Adams says he's the best in the game. Devontae Adams yeah. said that, and I'm 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 going to have to agree with him. I think he is the best. So who do you guys uh, think yeah. is the best wide receiver in the game? Oh man, I'm to agree with that. I'm have to agree with that. You going with you going with Devontae? Okay. okay. Who you got, D? Uh, I'm gonna go with Tyree Hill. Ooh, I'm gonna go with the cheetah. I'm gonna go with the cheetah. He's okay. faster. He's faster. You can use him in more ways. He can he can damage the game. Kick kick returning. You can give him the ball or end around as a receiver. You can throw him the ball. He got a full route tree, which most fast dudes don't have. Like he's a wide receiver that just happens to have Olympic speed. All right. Like he he was the difference in the Super Bowl. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Tariq Hill was the difference in the Super Bowl. That's how good he is. So, yeah. until, the, he, until he, Devontae he Adams gets some hard will. <laughs> exactly. Oh, good. But he was definitely the difference. No, but he was definitely the difference. That in the fact that uh, that um, they they tried to play Richard Sermon on him, and that that's just not good. That's, that's not going to work. That's not Richard Sermon. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> That was really stupid. Yeah, that's not uh, your pass <laughs> rush ain't that good. I mean, it's good, but it ain't that good. Uh, let's see if Justin yeah, Herbert like, can add like, to his legend. Just, Justin saw, Herbert got one second. The ball's at the three yard line. Let's see if he can add to his legend right now. Oh, man, what are you gonna say, D? No, no, no. I want to hear what what happened first. <laughs> <laughs> it's one second. No, it's I, one second on the clock. The ball's at the three. Um, third down. This last play of the game, anyway. Um, and Justin Herbert. Let's see what he does. Oh. He had he had Williams in the corner, and Williams dropped the ball. Well, he, no, the the DB oh, knocked it out of his hand. I'm not going to go there. So, uh, Cal Murray's giving the Dolphins. Cal Murray's giving the Dolphins fit. I mean, he is just. <laughs> he is giving the Dolphins giving everybody fits right now. I mean, he they they in the backfield, they right on him, and he just taking the. They, they can't touch him. He, can't touch him. Can't touch him. Oh, he man. just got another but critical no. fourth down. Oh, he got a got a critical touchdown. Dolphins give up eighteen points a game. They gave up. They're giving up thirty one so far in this one. So it looks like that's gonna go up to twenty for the Dolphins in their per game wow. average. But. But that's okay. okay. I mean, it's an offensive league. That's why the show was. That's why I take the show. Yeah, it is. It's an offensive league. Yeah. There you go. Now, at least this only thing I was getting ready to say. You can tell me what happened at Chargers game. But Tariq Hill is the only player that I've seen who actually scares Bill Belichick. Like I watched them scheme for him. Like they had Stephon Gilmore on him. He had safety help, and I watched this dude just blow the doors off Gilmore and McCordy on a route that nobody should be able to run. He started out on the right hash and caught the ball all the way down the sideline on the left side. It was just a straight streak straight across the field. And as much as they planned for it, there's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) That's the hard thing to understand about that. There's literally nothing you can do about it. Like, Gilmore turned around after the play and was looking like, what do y'all want me to do? (laughs) <laughs> that tells you Not everything that. you need to know about that dude. <laughs> like he was looking back, like, and and what does y'all expect me to do that everybody else ain't tried? Like uh, just a straight gun route, no no movement, no 
in out this straight gas. <laughs> like, yeah. shit. Like, well, the legend, the legend, to make the, legend the legend of uh, Justin Herbert will grow as he just threw the game winning touchdown pass. But I'm gonna give some credit to the to the uh, oh, man. wide receiver or the tight end because that was a heck of a catch. And that's, I mean, that you can't play defense no better than that. That's just a better offensive play. That's all that is. Oh, I, became a, I became aware of Tyreek Hill when he ran past Sam Shields, and Sam Shields runs a 4 3. When they played yeah. that game, when they had that shootout game between the Rams and, the, and, and, and Kansas City, I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah. Sam Shields is fast. <laughs> He's really fast. Yeah, he runs a four three three. He's one of them hurricane boys. Yeah, he runs I know. A, yeah, he runs a he runs a legit four three three. Oh, they saying he didn't catch it. No, I disagree. That boss. Oh yeah, he dropped it. It hit the ground. Wow. Oh man. Wow. Wow. Well he almost had another, another legend point. He don't get the yeah, upgrade. He, he don't matter. <laughs> no, nah, he don't. <laughs> Tool getting ready. To, Tool's getting ready to upgrade his because, um, yeah. Uh, what's the what's the coach name? What's the coach name of uh of Arizona? What's his name? Um, Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury. Right. He King just Gray. second. He just he just outguessed himself. He put in a short yardage <laughs> package on fourth down. No, that's incomplete. It's, it's incomplete, Anthony. He dropped. He didn't complete the catch. As we all know what that dumb term means. All we gotta do is just go back to the Dez yeah. Bryant situation. He didn't complete the catch. The ball hit the the ball hit the ground, even though his knee hit and he was in, but the ball hit the ground. It's incomplete. Eddie Lynn gonna lose his job. I hate it for him. Yeah, Eddie Lynn gonna lose his job. Feel bad for him. I like Anthony Lynn. He's good he, he was a good football player too, when he played with the Broncos. But uh, yeah. And I'm only saying that because we don't, we don't. Yeah, well, they don't fire the other guys like that, but they do us. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I got to go yeah. there because that's what well, it is. Truth hurts. Yeah, that's what truth it is. Hurts, so we, don't, we don't survive. We don't survive close plays, you know, and this ain't on him. You know, this is just – this is he's going to lose his job because of, you know – yeah, really, a great to keep you know, yeah, a personal play. Yeah, yeah. But your best defender keeps getting hurt. Yeah, yeah. Derwin uh, James is out, and then Derwin James is out. Yeah, we don't survive that kind of stuff. We we got to win no matter what the what the what the circumstances are. That's how it goes. So. <laughs> hence, hence me being mad about the Willie Tackett situation still. <laughs> you, it, that's that, that's, still legit. that's that. what it is. That's what it is. I'm still so, mad about that. You, 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 uh, you now, torture uh, one guy. You torture right. one guy, and the other guy give a pass. That's just not right. Mm-hmm. Give me some, so that makes the Chargers consistency, folks. Yeah, the Chargers are now two and six. Two and six. Yep, they're two and six, and they've lost a lot of close games. That's our time, guys. Thank you. Appreciate your time today, and thank you for listening. Good night. And good night. Say a prayer for somebody because prayer changes things. I'll holler. You guys be safe. Thank you guys for your time today. All right. Peace out. Yes, sir.
nigga Stephon Diggs just showing out. Just 